0: Konnichiwa How howdy y'all. I'm Leslie and I'm Laurie and welcome to Sumo Kaboom Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right
1: and we are going to get to days 11 through 15 of the March Basho which was
0: so great. I overall loved this Basho. How about I did you? too. I mean if I asked myself two weeks ago how this would have like played out would I have had any clue? No not a clue at all. It was surprising. It was enjoyable. It gave us all of the Hollywood excitement that you would that you
1: would want. Yes. Few injuries. Don't love that. Nope. We'll talk more about that. That's right. But first, we have some bingo winners to announce. Oh my goodness. We had over
0: 460 bingo players play, right? That's right. And we had like, I think of those, I'd say a solid quarter of them bingoed at some point. <laughs> Weren't there like 70 or 80 bingos Yeah, we have by a lot end? of bingos, which is like really fun. Because yeah. again, we get to find out where you all are watching from or playing bingo from. We like to see the way you mark your bingo cards. And by the way, thank you for listening to our our request to clearly mark your bingos. It was much easier this time. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, my eyes. Thank you. And my eye doctor thanks you. Um, But everything was clearly marked. We had lots of bingos and we had uh, Maki Koshi come in first, I think. Yes, we did. Like on day... Twelve? Yeah. And then... The Kachikoshi winner came in the next day. And the difference between that winner and the number two, the Kachikoshi, was by one minute. Oh, you're
1: saying two people bingoed almost simultaneously yes. on their kachi
0: Koshis. Yes. But the oh, the winner got in just a head. minute. At like 2.38 in the morning, and the next one came in at like 2.39 in the morning. Oh, Lord help us. They were watching it live. Oh, my God. But that is the difference of like pushing send.
1: (laughs) It is. It's and Getting your drink and then pushing send. (laughs) It is. You got to be really on the ball. I know. When these first ones
0: are coming through. And then after that, there were like four or five that came in within the hour. So that was a big big day for kachikoshi wins so who was our big winner our big winner for kachikoshi was joshua breakstone joshua has won something with us before either a makikoshi or won one of our extra second place prizes so congrats to joshua let's do a little feature on him when we asked him what he's all about how he got into sumo this is what he said what can I say about myself now other than the highlight of my life is winning Kachikoshi Bingo. <laughs> it somehow occurred. All right. He says he's a jazz guitarist from New York started doing tours in Japan twice a year around 35 years ago. And from the beginning, the Konishiki Akebono years, he said he was going to sumo tournaments in Tokyo. But over the years, has felt like a lot of fun happens in Nagoya, Fukuoka, and finally loves the wild, wild world of the Osaka Basho, which he visited last year for the first time just to see Wakatakakage in it. <laughs> a year later, he says, maybe we're seeing a future Ozeki or more in Wakamoto Haru. So, Yeah. There's a lot to think about there. He says he loves the podcast. I want to let you know, not for the first time, that we're waiting for your visit here in Japan. <laughs> Kyoto restaurants are amazing, and I hope you like sake. And uh, you are 100% correct. We will be getting out there, come hell or high water, this year. He says he's hoping for one day a chance to meet Wakataka Kage and Wakamoto Haru. So Joshua has been training obviously for this game of sumo bingo. Yeah, this was not his first his first rodeo. Right. And we see this a lot in and our maybe, bingo players. Well we could see this also in the the one minute advance. I mean he, he won right. at he won at the edge essentially. He, exactly.
1: <laughs> he won right at the edge. And we see this in many of our bingo players, y'all they have to try over and over and over again. They get close and then they finally win the big prize. That's right. Because of all their training. So That's right. good job. Good job. All right our <laughs> Koshi winner is Victor from Montreal, Quebec. Got interested in sumo. Is it Quebec
0: or Quebec? I've already, I've always heard Quebec. What would be the French? You took French in high school. Well, Quebec?
1: well, you're asking Mont-quel? me. You're you're asking me to remember something that I took a long time ago.
0: But yeah, I thought it was Quebec, but I don't know. I've always heard Quebec, but that's our dumb uh, American accents, our English accents. So if you are in Quebec. And you do speak French, then I'm sure you pronounce it far more perfectly than we do. Well, Victor got interested in sumo exactly two years ago. He says, at the
1: time, I was already fond of Japanese culture and beginning to learn the language as well. Hey, me too. I got hooked with a video by Vice about the diet of one of the most successful amateur rikishi in the US, the late Biamba. And I know exactly what video that is. I have watched it many, many times. He says, I don't remember all the details, but a few weeks after that, I learned about Terunofuji's Fuji's re-promotion to Ozeki, his incredible comeback story, and I watched my first Basho in May. I had the chance to be able to watch live the historic Yusho decider in July and see Terunofuji Fuji become the 73rd Yokozuna. I remember that match. That's the only time I've ever stayed up to watch mm-hmm. sumo live. Mm-hmm. I stayed up till almost four o'clock in the morning to watch mm-hmm. that one. It was amazing. He goes on. My sumo connection deepened when I began to play the sumo-themed game Road to Yokozuna. Then I started spending more time on various places online, only to realize the depth of the sumo world and its culture. Yeah, we're, we're pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> I still learn a lot of things, a lot of new things every basho, and this time I added some spice to the stormy basho by playing a lot of sumo games online, including Sumo Kaboom Bingo. I must say, I'm quite happy to have picked Midori Fuji in a lot of these games. That's right, you picked well. I hope you will get a special prize. And he did. Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't, did he? No, he didn't. He did not. He left out
0: the last day. That's right.
1: It was an if-you-win special yes. prize. Oh, yeah. The... Which I wish they changed that. I know. But they're uh, not going to ask me. Hey, but anyway, Victor was very impressed uh, for those 10 undefeated days. It was outstanding. It, it really was, was outstanding. Was. His favorite ricochet is the up-and-comer Hira De Umi. Even if he's not as strong as other rising stars yet, his fighting spirit and his sumo, which always goes forward, has caught my attention since his Juryo debut. He's only 22 years old. I think he's got plenty of time to refine his game and get stronger to aim for the Sanyaku ranks. And he has a nice round belly. He you does. could not ask for more. I mean, he's pretty exciting to watch. He's I have enjoyed exciting. him I have immensely. too. And you're right, Victor. He does only go forward. And that's such a skill.
0: Yeah. He's fearless. Yeah. He's, He's fun to watch. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I think we should read a poem. We had a poem submitted. Y'all, I love
1: it when you send us yes. poetry. It um, is maybe my favorite kind of email out there. Well,
0: we find out that our our listeners are very like talented. They write music, they write poetry, and they really work hard on it. And yep. so we like to just feature you all in your in your skills sometimes. Mm-hmm. So this comes in from New Jersey, Karen, but uh, also We're... known as Sumo Fangirl. Yeah, where all the sumo lovers live. That's right in Jersey. This is for the beloved Ura. Osaka Man is our beloved Pinky. His Mawashi isn't a tad bit stinky. He moves like a gazelle with tippy-toe doyo twirls on a shell, acrobatic and sweet as a Twinkie. <laughs> Lovely limerick.
1: <laughs> I Gotta probably did it all limericks. wrong,
0: but I do love a poem that ends with any sort of reference to a Twinkie. Yeah. Which, if you're not an American and do not know what a Twinkie is, it is like um, it's like a sponge cake filled with cream. And you buy yep. it in And you the... can't burn it
1: No matter what you do You cannot burn it <laughs> It's
0: a Franken food, But it's delicious Completely a franken you food. You would buy it at your Your local convenience store Yeah Really great If you're about four years old Right Then it's your favorite Yeah Or drunk I'm yeah. sure you're It's the same <laughs> Same deliciousness 4am <laughs> if you're If you're drunk Shall we jump into A news flash? Yes I don't have too many news stories to tell you here, but I am gonna bring to light a couple of them. The JSA is going to be in the black, supposedly fiscally in 2023. Now I only say that because they have actually been operating this whole time majorly in the red so with everything coming back online and all of the people back in the stadiums and they half of them don't have masks on they can eat they can cheer they can sing the national anthem again things are coming back online so i think that's pretty exciting and maybe it says a little bit more too about the expansion of sumo and maybe we're contributing in some way to that is that their viewership's expanding and i like that idea. Yeah, that's great news. An up-and-comer uh wrestler, uh his name is Nakamura, uh Taiki Nakamura. He was the 2021 and 22 amateur yokozuna. And just like we've been watching Ochi, Hokuseho, some of these big kids that are just joining up Big stables. This kid decided to not go to Miyagino. He chose to go to Nishonoseki, which is Kisenosato's mm-hmm. uh, stable. So this kid, when I saw a picture of him, he looks like he's got a couple of inches on like height-wise on Kisenosato. Mm-hmm. So he is known to be huge in size he's mm-hmm. also wider as well so he is a big boy and he is expected to also be joining this new this new um tier of incredible young wrestlers coming straight out of college i think he went to nippon sports uh, science you know one of the other big powerhouse sumo schools. And um, he's going to be coming in, I think, at like Makushita 10. So it won't be very long before we'll see him hopefully up in Juryo.
1: Yeah. So if y'all are new and you're confused about this, because sometimes we do get questions about this, when you start sumo, And you're really young and you haven't gone through school and done sumo through school, you start at the very bottom. Yeah, like the very bottom of the ranks
0: and and you work your way up and it takes years and years. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these three lower ranks.
1: Yeah. But if you do sumo in school and you do
0: well at university and you do like really, really well, like you have to win. Competitions. Yeah, you got to like be you gotta like, really good in the amateur yeah. competitions. Then you
1: get to start kind of in the middle of the ranks. Right. But that's, that's the trick is you have to be really good right. in order to get that spot. And then, yeah, you start right in the middle and you're not at the very
0: bottom. So it, ideally, it wouldn't take as long to rise through the ranks. Right. Hopefully, this kid will come in and he'll crush it like some of these other newbies are. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Also, uh, Shodai, I think, got his master's. He graduated with like a degree. Oh, good for him. It, yeah, he had a thesis. Oh, and maybe this is why. Maybe this is maybe. why he fell out of the right. Ozeke I think rank. it's his graduate because he also studied like the rest of them uh, how to run a sumo stable. I think that was his, uh, not necessarily his uh, thesis, but he had a fifty thousand word paper he wrote, and it's about I think the it's about family management and family business leading to. Up to the sumo stable system, and and uh, how he could possibly improve upon that structure so good for him his, his professor said many lovely things about him so perhaps it was just him working on his thesis exactly it was like finals week <laughs>
1: it was finals week yeah well no wonder he was, here. he was probably pulling all-nighters to write that paper yeah so taking
0: no-dos and eating nothing but pizza yeah and at then also getting an ozeki promotion falling into that exactly. and then falling immediately out so exactly. he's That's had rough. a lot on his plate wow. i did not know he was currently going to school yeah <laughs> And I think that's kind of all I have. I mean, we're not really going to talk too much about it. But I do want to say that Ichinojo did win Jirio Championship. How did this
1: happen? Ichinojo? Well, because Asanoyama was doing quite well. Yeah. I stopped watching Jirio <clears throat> after
0: a while. Well, Asanoyama had like two losses. Oh. And, and uh, Ichinojo had one. So I can't remember who he lost to, but he just was one up on him. And I mean, Ichinojo has been a recent winner, you know, of Mm -hmm. Makauchi. He's going to crush it as well in Jirio. So I wasn't surprised about that. Um, But now we're kind of guaranteed they'll both be back up in Makauchi. So May ought to be pretty freaking exciting Mm. to have Ichinojo back, Asano Yama back. And then we'll see if we're going to have... Ozeki promotion business in the mix because there's a number of wrestlers after this tournament or a couple of them who are aiming for it. But there's a lot of exciting things happening. So in the future, we might be preoccupied thinking about how everything else is shaking out who in knows? this Sanyaku area and who's up for Ozeki in, in the future.
1: Well, then let's take a trip back way far back, back in the day- distance <laughs> to day 11. <laughs> I think the most important thing to remember, right as we went into day eleven, is that Midori Fuji mm-hmm. was still unbeaten.
0: He was ten. I mean, this is the story that is for the first. Ten days is the Midori Fuji story. Yeah. The little mini
1: Midori had not I lost. mean this is this is Rudy all, all over again. All of us were gobsmacked and Rudy, completely Rudy. behind this guy. And not only that, but he was two he was two games ahead. So the nearest people chasing him were eight and two. Right. And that was Wow. I yeah. was so impressed by that. And I know I wasn't alone because I heard that from many of you. So let's go back to day 11. Again, as I've said before, we can't talk about all the fights. There just ain't enough there's time in the day, many, y'all. Plus y'all
0: don't remember all of them. Right.
1: But <laughs> some highlights for me personally. Hulk versus Miyogidu on day 11. And uh, I... I have been really, I know I said it before, I've been really enjoying watching Hokuseiho because his style is very different than anyone else's and it's really unusual. I found this one really interesting because Miyogidu, he could not move Hokuseiho one inch. No. He could not move him. And Hokuseiho reached his long arms up and over Miyogs. That's, that's, I call him Miyogs because that's how (laughs) I write his name. So Hokuseiho reached those long arms up and over and lifted Miog's up every single time that Miog's pushed him. Miyogidu would push and push and push, and then Hokuseiho would just lift and lift and lift, and it was over and over and over again. It was the coolest defense. It was like just lift up your opponent enough to where they cannot get purchase. Right. They cannot push you out. So after that happened a few times, Hokuseiho finally dipped down and pushed Miog's out. <laughs> I don't it know. Was... I
0: don't know if I how I feel about Miog's. I mean, I. Know it's yours. Your it's, nickname. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to love it. I don't have
1: to love it. No, I, I just have to.
0: Yeah, I do. Myo. Oh, mio sounds like neo,
1: which sounds matrixy, which yeah. I like. Okay, but for some reason, I turned it into miox. I don't know. To each his own. That's right. To each his own. Mio. I'm gonna have to try mio. Anyway, Hokuseiho walked away with that win against a very traditional veteran of the sport. And I was impressed. Right? (laughs) Hokuseiho's showing up for the very first time. And so everyone that he meets is new for me watching anyway, and is also new for him most of the time. So it's really interesting to see how he's responding to it. All right. I'm going to skip from that one to Hokuto Fuji versus Kota I like I like two big boys having a nice big standoff and that is what this one was they met in the middle they were each pushing as hard as they could and it looked like it was a stalemate Kotanowaka he looked down seemed to be gathering strength to finish Hokuto Fuji off mm-hmm. and just at that moment Hokuto Fuji gave Kotanowaka one more final shove and then stepped aside letting Kotonowaka fall forward. Hikiyotoshi, mm-hmm. it was it was the sliding door move. It was the glass yep. sliding door to the side. <laughs> <know>. And Kotonowaka <laughs> falls out. And I liked how Hoktafuji Fuji added that last little push in there. I'm going to push and then slide. Mm-hmm. It worked. <laughs> it worked. And I was behind Kotonowaka on day 11. I really thought that he had a chance to win this one. So mm-hmm. I was just amazed. All right. A few more to mention. The big one for me on this day Wakamotoharu versus Midori Fuji. Yes. Unbeaten Midori Fuji. I'm gonna make up a new word. Because Wakamotoharu hugely tachi eyed.
0: Uh, tachi-eyed is a verb. <laughs> okay. I I buy that okay. because I use I use that too. Okay. I he, sometimes say tachi-eyed the hell out of somebody. Yeah, it is a verb for us. Yeah. Okay,
1: so he tachi-eyed the hell out of small Midori Fuji. Yeah. And he went, and Midori Fuji went for the belt, but Wakamoto Haru perfectly blocked Midori Fuji's right arm. He held Midori Fuji's left arm high and completely blocked Midori Fuji's right. It was beautiful the way he locked him up like that. So Midori Fuji changed tech, and went for a katasukoshi. whatever. He the went for underarm pull down. He, he went for a succotash. He went for a succotash. <laughs> but like, <laughs> followed and he tackled him out. I lost it because I loved it. Yeah. It was Midori Fuji's first loss, yeah. and I just I love it
0: because it's the guy that I'm really adoring I right know. now. I'm I loving hated everything lost. But I also loved that the, the guy that beat him you know yeah we all saw this coming that like midori fuji was having an incredible run but we knew when he was up there that they were going to be like all okay right, yeah, how about you- a komasubi
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Okay, so this was his first yeah yeah let's see how you hang with the yeah. big boys so the first taste of the big boys was a little surprising for midori which he's
0: fuji. gone up against big boys but not that many days in a row, and yeah, not that caliber. on day eleven, yeah, having
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Day 11. laughs> <mean>, never <laughs> lost before,
0: <laughs> it's a little bit different beating Chiyoshima, Azumaru, yes, than it is Wakamotohara. Exactly.
1: So let's skip to his brother Wakataka Kage versus Tobi Zaru. To put it simply, Wakatakage was faster. He was more agile. He was stronger. He had much better balance. He simply bested. Tobizaru. Mm-hmm. Pushed him out from behind. That's how it ended up being a push out from behind when Wakataka Kage looked as fabulous as his brother I on know. day 11. It and was that was a good was nice. day
0: for the, uh, for the brothers. It really was. Uh, well, we don't know about that other brother. Yeah, the third brother. <laughs> we,
1: don't, we don't know. We, should, we <laughs> should look up. We should honestly track his performance and see if all three brothers have great days on the same day. Maybe. That would be amazing. That would be. But the final fight that I really loved on that day... Was the indo you. Yeah. And uh I believe it was the last fight of the day, I think. Yeah, it as was. I'm, as I'm thinking back. It was. Day 11 was also one of those days where I just suddenly thought, you know, everything is so exciting. Without the Ozeki's and without the Yokozuna, everyone's shifting up. It's exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: it was anyway. shuffling, if you will.
1: Now, I watched the beginning of this fight again because it was an odd beginning. Yeah. It looked... Honestly, when I watched it again, it looked as if Endo was going to Hanka, but then he couldn't get out of the way fast enough because Hoshoryu just leapt out of the gate so quickly. So it ended up Endo just kind of turned his left shoulder completely away. As he was jumping to the side and Hoshoryu just ran into the back of his shoulder. So that left Endo off balance. He just never recovered. And Hoshoryu took full advantage of that moment to completely swing Endo around and over his shoulder in very dramatic
0: fashion and just make a statement that he won. Yeah, it was in a U- Watanage yeah. uh, win and he just rang him out like a wet dish rag. It was nuts.
1: Well, and it kind of makes sense. I don't know if it was a
0: a timing mistake. I think when I watched it, he did the side shift up top. And I think Hoshoryu was so watchful of him, he seized on that. It's almost like he expected it.
1: Well, then why... Why turn your shoulders away like that? Uh, yeah, maybe Hoshoryu's just so fast that he just said, okay, I'm going to get behind you if you're going to twist that left shoulder down. I don't know exactly how it happened. It looked funky and but weird. But it was fast. And it was, it was fast.
0: incredible, incredible yeah. timing.
1: And it, it was odd for Endo because Endo's quite the tactician. It was odd for him to be completely turned around right at the beginning of a fight. So whether it was his mistake or whether it was Hoshoryu's speed, the way it came together was a kind of an embarrassing loss for Endo. Yeah. 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 And so that's all I'm going to talk about on day 11. At that point, Midori Fuji was still in the lead, 10-1. Daesha was following at 9-2, and there were six guys with an 8-3 record. Yeah.
0: Some of our faves in that group, Takiyasu and Shodai's doing good this tournament. So there's a lot of there was a lot of excitement going into day 12. Now, day 12 was fun because we got to see Asanoyama deb up for the day. Debutant. Yep. That's short in the south for debutant. Deb up.
1: I've never heard that. I just to deb?
0: Never heard You've never heard up. to deb? No. Not debbing up, but you've never heard somebody's debbed? No. Okay, well now you know. <laughs> In Leslie's world. Uh, well, I've never world. I've never debbed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Just your friends have debbed. No, I really don't know any real debutantes, but it happens somewhere. Anyway, Osanoyama debbed on day 12 with Oho. He had a little a little dance with the grandson of the late great taiho and this is really interesting because this tournament's been more like oh no for oho it's not been great he's had a lot of terrible defeats um but this was really interesting because oho after the tachi ai went deep inside on asanoyama and just wrestled him backwards it's a reminder i think for asanoyama he just he looked like he just kind of got overwhelmed, which is really strange because Oho had just kind of looked like he had been overwhelmed for five days in a row. At this point after this match, he's six and six. But Who I think O-ho? Uh, Oho, I think a good reminder to Asanoyama that he may be crushing it in, in Juryo, but Makauchi guys are a step above and he knows that. It's just he's got to get <laughs> back to that sort of level. Well, first of all, yeah, this is not the way Asanoyama
1: Wanted to to re-enter right. the highest level of sumo with right. a loss. <laughs> it was a simple yori kitty. Yeah. yeah so. uh, but I wondered if it was nerves.
0: It could have been, and it also yeah. could have been like a misread. I mean, total guess. I mean, I don't think they fought each other. So yeah. and he was at ten and two after this day. So, but great for Oho. And I, you know, that's not a terrible
1: record to have no. six and six.
0: No, okay. but he he had he he's wanted He's, he's done he's, better. Yeah. He's had better tournaments. Kinbozan got on day 12 his kachikoshi um congratulations kinbosan sitting there at share 14 had by the end of the whole tournament had a great tournament so i won't spoil it for you now but um he got his kachikoshi so congrats to him another newbie got kachikoshi on day 12 which is bushozan up against ichiyamamoto and uh, another newbie crushing it on their debut mm-hmm. into makuchi. now another fight that i thought was fun with Koto Shoho versus Ura. Now, this fight... I love this one, This too. was yeah. sloppy as hell. It just looked like a sloppy-ass fight. And I would trust Ura in a schoolyard fight kind of any day. Uh, he's all over the place. He's so troublesome for Koto Shoho that, like, Koto Shoho just can't even try to wrap Ura up. But then again, Koto Shoho looks just like he's kind of beating the living daylights out of Ura's face and chest like he's slapping all he can he's meeting Ura with the same sort of frenetic energy but Ura is really low and bounces all around hopping here and there and everywhere. Ura manages to get a left arm of Kotoshoho and pulls him around but Kotoshoho gets inside with that arm that same arm and sets up a beautiful kotenage throw. It was an arm lock perfection of a throw and so what looked like it was going to be ura's trickeration ended up being a very smart Kotoshoho, who also has been having a pretty crappy basho <laughs> thus far he needed that win it must have felt good and he made a really smart choice in that last moment when he felt his arm being all wrapped up he beat ura to the punch and threw a beautiful kotonage mm. Abi. Pulled a henka on Mitake Yumi. So that was... Didn't like it. That was one. Did not like um, it. Rudin is crushing it for almost dead last with his record of one win and 11 losses up against uh, Sada Naumi on day 12. He's had a rough basho. Mm. He's sitting at Maegashira 2 with a one and 11 record. That's nuts. Now, somebody else who seems like he's obviously injured, is Tamawashi, also having kind of a bad boss show And I think he's having some sort of back, lower back strain. If I was to diagnose it from afar, having no medical um, <laughs> knowledge whatsoever, I would diagnose it as that. Because okay. in this bout, he got pushed up against, you know, the ring. And Tamawashi has the ability to resist incredibly at the edge. He's just like a wall. You yeah. can't push him over. And he got pushed up by um, Nishikigi, and he just... Easily stepped over the edge. So something in his back power block, whatever that is, I think is injured. He he has something going wrong up his backside. <laughs> Again, medical diagnosis.
1: <laughs> something. Wouldn't it be great if you got that from the doctor? It's just written on a doctor's note. Something going wrong with your backside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I was the doctor, that's that's what the uh, that's what the diagnosis would be. You got son, you got something wrong with your backside. <laughs> Okay. Wakamoto Haru versus Endo. Oh, this is a beautiful throw at the edge. Just yeah. as Endo had all the momentum and was rushing to push Wakamoto Haru backwards and out, Wakamoto Haru grabbed an arm and pulled Endo out and down with a beautiful kotanage He magically did all of that standing on the bales. And... uh it just seemed like he was a magician in that in that moment. It was a very very pretty sumo. Yeah, and it's becoming a theme for him. Like that is a
1: real. I shouldn't say the theme. It's a skill. It is yeah. a definite skill that he has. If he is on the edge, he is still not out. He is still just as dangerous as he is in the middle of the ring. Right.
0: Well, and his brother, Waka Takakage versus Midori Fuji, another highlight bout of the day because everyone's like, okay, Midori Fuji, he had 10 (sighs) wins in a row, lost yesterday, is he coming back? Yeah, still in the lead. Yeah, and Waka Takakage has been a little injured, so what's going on? Well, the second day of Waka Takakage looking pretty good is this match, because it was a nice big tachi-ai. Kage was smart to just get inside and get a grip, and then he held on to Midori Fuji and flung around along with him as Midori Fuji tried to escape. He got a quick left and then a right deep belt grab on Midori Fuji, but Midori Fuji, again, like, wiggled out because he's a little bit of a magician himself, and uh, Kage was, like, not so fast. He charged, and then he kind of, like, lined Midori Fuji to be backed up, like, quite straightforward in a way, like just I'm getting you in a good position to just run you back but uh, Wakatakakage was then all over him, rushed him to the edge. But somehow, again, Midori Fuji recovered and flew himself back towards Wakatakakage and then rushed back on Wakatakakage Wakataka to the edge. But then again, Wakatakakage did not go out either. So he hopped to the side. He came around the backside of Midori Fuji, grabbed behind him and his head, and then grabbed the back of, of Midori Fuji's Mawashi and just threw him to the dirt, like trash. It was um, Uwata Dasha dashinage. But um, it was a nice fun match, fast mm-hmm. and both men seem to have a lot of good offense and a lot of great defense going on. Yeah. But w- Wakatakakage came out ahead and he's sitting at six and six after this bout. Same as Oho. That's right. Kiribayama versus Hoshoryu. This was an epic belt battle. They both got a grip and they just didn't let go. They both tried a couple of things that neither of them would budge much for finally kiribayama rushed hoshoryu backwards to the edge and then retreated the other way and then just kind of laid hoshoryu into the dirt with a nice uatanage throw so good on kiribayama who's our sekiwake sitting at nine and three on day 12 yeah
1: at the end of day 12 with midori fuji's loss his second loss that meant that he was tied with Daisho. For right. the lead. Right. And then there were three guys Kotunowaka, Kiribayama, and Wakamoto Haru in second place. Right. Three days left and could be anyone's game still. Could have been any of those guys. Yeah. Honestly, day 13, I found really boring until the end.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. There's, I, I mean, don't know why. Sometimes that
1: happens in sumo where I'm like, why? Nothing is really making me stand up and scream. I today. wrote four
0: notes on this day.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Takayasu putting down Chiyoshoma. I enjoyed Nishikifuji Fuji getting his kachikoshi against Hokuseiho. Azumaru got a second win
0: on day yeah. 13.
1: I mean, great. Yeah. But nothing lit my fire until Wakamoto Haru versus Hokta Fuji. But I might even skip that one.
0: I might yeah. even skip that one. And go to Midori Fuji versus Soshori because... Well,
1: well, yes. That's the match. But, uh, but I do have to say... Shodai got his Kachikoshi on this day. Yes. And that proved. Because he's at M1, right? So it proved he was done with his studying. He had his term <laughs> paper written. And he it proved that he should be back at Sanyaku. That's really what yeah. I found so compelling. He's yeah. like, all right, you fell down to Migashir ranks and you are back. Yeah. Shodai. You got the double inside on Ryuden and you dispatched him with a plum. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Okay? I'm afraid that I'm talking too much about Wakamoto Haru. So I am going to skip that fight, even though I still think he's tremendous. I really do. Because there are really two fights. At the end of the day, that was maybe the best sumo of the entire tournament up to this point. All right. Okay. Midori Fuji versus Hoshoryu. Such, such good sumo in this one match. First of all... Hoshoryu, by this moment in the Basho, it seems to me Hoshoryu is taking more and more time to get set up.
0: Oh, yeah. He's he's, he's amping up this drama. He's playing more
1: eye games yeah. than
0: anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, we're getting a lot of tood.
1: Yes. A lot so of was. Would- Tudinal. Hoshoryu. Tudinal to the max. Tudinal to the max. Against Midori Fuji. Yeah. There was a huge blast from both of them. Hoshoryu retreated, and he tried to push down Midori Fuji's head, but Midori Fuji recovered. No problem. Hoshoryu then flipped around. He tried a leg trip. Midori Fuji recovered. Mm -hmm. Hoshoryu then tried a Kimidashi which is like pushing the other guy's arms in towards center, like doing a squeeze vice grip of Midori Fuji's arm. nutcracker. It looks like a nutcracker to me. Midori Fuji, though, (laughs) circled away. He escaped. He got his arms out of there because Lord knows that must hurt like crazy. Then each one got a belt grip. So then it was going to belt sumo. My favorite kind of sumo. Hoshoryu tried a throw. Midori Fuji recovered. Hoshoryu tried another throw. Midori Fuji spun to escape, but... His feet were too far away from him, and Hishorio simply dumped him forward right onto his stomach in the dirt. And so, what that meant was, oh, Midori Fuji dropped from his lead yep. with three
0: losses in a row. And the sumo was so great. Yeah. I loved this match. Oh. It was so full body. There were so many techniques. There were so many attempts. It was a, what was it? A Shittatanage at the end? Yeah. Shitatanage win for Hoshoryu, who's now nine and four. So he's sitting one behind. Well,
1: and the other thing that I thought made this match in particular so exciting is that when you looked at their history, Midori Fuji versus Hoshoryu, it was 6-1 in Midori Fuji's favorite. That's nuts. Isn't it? Yeah, I found that really surprising, that Midori Fuji had owned Hoshoryu so often. And then to see it go down the way it did, Mm -hmm. just when Midori Fuji had the lead. (laughs) Oh my god, it's just, oh, it's aching and amazing at the same time. So... Such good, good sumo from them. But then we had Wakataka Kage versus Kota And this one was so close. So close, y'all. Kota pushed Wakataka Kage to one side. Wakataka Kage is fast. He's agile. He escaped. So Kota went forward again, pushed Wakataka Kage to the other side. Got him to the edge. Wakataka Kage did what the Wakat brothers do so well, which is an uchari, which is one of my two favorite moves in all of it's sumo. It's the
0: fisherman's throw, right?
1: It's, it's when you're at the edge and as you're going out, you grab your opponent's belt and you throw them over your shoulder as you're going out so that they go out first. It's so hard and it's terrifying because you have to do it, it looks like what as gymnasts you're going out. Do. It's crazy. It's it beautiful. It looks like a layout. It's a awesome. A layout. It's awesome. I thought Wakataka Kage had won. I really did. I thought his Uchari was successful, but the Goombai went to Kotonowaka. And so there were replays. There was a monoi Everybody had to talk about it. Turns out it was a torino Turns out they went out at the same time. A
0: two-for-one. A two-for.
1: So the second time, wakataka was 100% in charge. There was no question at all. It was an Oshidashi, It was just a big push-out. The problem was Kochenwaka, well, Koton, let's just say Kochenwaka fell off the leaderboard, okay? So he's no longer in the mix. But you could tell as he went out that Waka Takakage was hurt somewhere in this process, whether it was a knee or whether he was injured beforehand. I didn't know exactly what had happened, but you could tell that he was holding himself together like John Wayne in a good old fashioned Western. He was like wincing, holding himself in, but like standing there with pride and to get all of his envelopes because it was a big match. He got a lot of money, but you could tell he was hurting. Yeah. So what that meant was Diasia was in the lead now big change yeah and there were three guys chasing kiribayama wakamoto haru and midori fuji
0: that's right all right day 14 mitakiyumi versus takanosho this bout almost seemed too easy it's like is so injured he had zero power and very weird it was a, a kuridashi win for takanosho so i don't know what's happening with mitakiyumi but you know whose head bobble was back Shodai's <laughs> up against Daishoho. Head bobble post-win is back. It seemed like an easy bout for Shodai. Mm-hmm. He kind of lost the Tachi a little bit, but he was in the he was in the driver's seat. He was all power from Sh- Shodai. He worked that belt inside up, you know, getting the guy into a high position and rushed him out backwards and out. Oshidashi. Yep. So nine and five out of one. And the head bobble is Officially back. Midori Fuji lost again. Um, But this was against Komusubi Daesho, who's now sitting at 12 and 2. So he pulled ahead, and uh, it's pretty much straightforward business there. I mean, Daesho was all over Midori Fuji, like the powerhouse that he is. Midori Fuji... Kind of had no answer and couldn't get inside at all. Daesho was just too quick up top and dominated the sequence entirely. So good on Daesho. We did learn about Wakataka Kage and um, Kiribayama got the Fusen win uh, because this is the day that Wakataka Kage pulled out. Uh, He has a ligament. I think it's like, uh, I can look it up. It's a brutal one. It's like three months of, it's a meta uh, meniscus. I was like, metatarsal, um, metro, uh, <laughs> um, medial, paraglaxal, radial, <laughs> menescanine, I haven't, y'all, uh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't looked at the
1: diagnosis, but it's a lot of ligaments that support the knee.
0: And the more I hear, the worse the injury sounds. I, I can tell you exactly what it is. Okay. It is the, he's out three months due to damage in his right anterior cruciate ligament and right lateral meniscus.
1: So, ACL and right lateral. So, the outside and the mid, it sounds awful.
0: He needs a knee replacement. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine that three months are going to be enough. Well, and what I don't like is that he's Sekiwake. So, you know, by the time he comes back, he, you know, I don't know, three months, he's not going to be back for May, you know, if he is.
1: The unfortunate thing is the timing. Like, he's right, uh, going for his Zozeki status. He's been here for a while, you know. He's knocking on the door of the higher levels, and this is going to knock him back for a while. And if he tries to keep fighting without surgery, that's going to be really hard.
0: I know. And it's going to take him a long time. This is just the cycle that so many of them have, is that they're right on the cusp. Like Kisano Sato, he basically got that Yokozuna promotion, but on the way, he injured himself so that when he was a Yokozuna, he never could you know, use his body fully because he had kind of crushed it on the way in, you know? And I feel like with Wakataka Kage, it's the same cycle you see is that they're so close (sighs) and they push themselves so much. And then they have a big old huge injury. And then like Tenenofuji, they have to go all the way back down and rise again from the ashes, which is a great story. But I think it's just insane, you know? Yeah. Anyway, last bout of the day hoshoryu versus wakamoto haru this was a nice even start but hoshoryu kind of got a grip and flipped the shiz out of wakamoto haru and it was a beautiful watanage throw hoshoryu got right inside left outside and just executed a super fast throw uh wakamoto haru was a little bummed you could say in his face (laughs) so that's what i've got for day
1: Fourteen. it is really fun watching all these komosubi Fight each other Because there's so many of them Yeah And they're so diverse In their sumo skills But all really Really good Yeah It's just really fun Seeing that many great guys Yeah Go for each other Okay But day 15 So really it's just The last few fights of the day That were stellar But Huge props Huge props To Kimbo-san Who finished Day 15 With an 11-4 record Yeah And got the Fighting Spirit Award What a start At the top division. He looked fantastic, y'all. And he got his wish. He did not get hurt. He didn't. He didn't. He got a double-digit record, and he did not get hurt. So that is the perfect start for that young gentleman. I can't wait to see where he goes. Me too. Okay, jumping. Midori Fuji versus Shodai on the last day. Yeah. This is really fast, y'all. Midori Fuji ran in. He pushed and pulled Shodai, but Shodai Kimidashi, like the boss that he... (laughs) is. (laughs) It was such a good try from Midori Fuji, but it didn't go anywhere. And so both ended this Basho, both of these gentlemen, with a 10-5 record. So it means that Shodai's going to go Back to Komosubi if there's mm-hmm. space. And Midori Fuji at M5 will go up as well. He didn't get a special prize this time, but I think everyone was really pleased. Yeah, he had his our hearts. He had our hearts. Yeah, he was the heart of this basho. He was. Let's just call he... him the princess of the March basho. That's right. He was. He was. He really was. Okay. Wakamotoharu versus Kochanowaka. They locked up. There was a stalemate. Wakamoto Haru swished his head to the opposite side of Kotorowaka's body. Kotorowaka drove forward at just that moment, sensing he had the win. But you know what it set up? It set up a beautiful, beautiful subtle uchari. uchari by my man, Wakamoto Haru. It was pretty. It was pretty. And it was successful. Wakamoto Haru huh, got his eleven-four 4 score at the end of the basho. However... He must have a sore neck because when he landed after this uchari, he slid off the doyo and landed on the top of his head. And it looked as if he was stuck in this headstand Mm. position for just a moment in the air. He got out of it. He stood up slowly, but he was turning his head side to side, making Mm. sure that his neck was okay. He was popping his chest forward, so something was not aligned Mm. when he hit. So I'm going to be watching his neck to see what happens there. We've heard no word that there's an injury, but it didn't look great. Wakka got the arrows after the win. Hopefully, he's got a lot of ibuprofen and a chiropractor that he can go see after that basho. That's right. Okay. That takes us
0: to... he's got two more little Arrows for his, uh, archery. his archery, his archery, archery collection. Yeah, lessons. That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> There's uh, really two more fights to go through. First one's really fast, but I do want to mention the day fifteen simmer scale <laughs> was. 10 plus from Hoshori as he met Takeyasu. It's just two guys squatting and giving each other the evil eye. Actually, it's only one guy. Hoshori was giving the evil eye and Takeyasu was just looking back like, what? 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 Day
0: at work, buddy. It's just a day at work. Just put your hands down. Let's do it this. It was the longest stare, at, stare down I've seen in a long time.
1: It, I, I gotta like it. I, and the audience loved it as well. The audience yeah, we was kind of like, ooh, ooh. They liked the drama. Anyway, there was a blast. Immediately, Takeyasu pulled on Hoshoryu's belt and spun. Hoshoryu stayed up. Hoshoryu tried to lift big old Takeyasu's chest and block Hoshoryu tried to lift big old Takayasu's chest and block another belt grip at the same time, but Takayasu spun, Hoshoryu held on under Takayasu's armpits, and then Takayasu threw a killer overarm throw, dumping Hoshoryu outside the ring, and then Takayasu flipped his long, luxurious locks, and it was a great ending. (laughs) It was. Both of them, again, ended with a 10-5 record. Yeah, not not too bad. Yeah. So well done, Takayasu. Okay, last fight of the day. It all came down to this fight. Everything, the big trophy, came yeah. down to this fight. It was Kiribayama, record of eleven three, versus Big D Mayo oh Yes Daeisho, with a record of twelve two. The Angry Bird himself. Yep. So all Big D had to do was win. That's I don't all know he about to this do.
0: nickname either, Big D. I like
1: Big D. He, <laughs> the, I like it better than the Angry Birds, actually. Okay. Um. <laughs> All he had to do was win. That was it. For the trophy. Yeah. show <laughs> came out guns a-blazin'. Blazin'. Yeah. And Kitty Bayama could not do anything. Anything against this onslaught. He was just throwing Daeisho's arms to the side, like, get your hands out of my face. And Daeisho just worked Kiribayama to the edge. And with one final huge push, Kiribayama did the glass door and he <laughs> stepped to the side. And Daeisho just flew himself out of the ring, earning mm-hmm. Kiribayama the Gino Show Technique Award and a playoff. That's right. So with one win, Kerry Bayama got himself a special trophy, a special cash advance. Right. I shouldn't say an advance, a cash award. Cash award. And and, and a now show. there was a chance for either one of them to win. That's right. So both was a records, very sweet ending. Yes, both with the same record of 12 and three. They went off, they got a little break, they both came back, they were pumped up, they were warmed up, they slapped themselves a lot. The crowd was ch- cheering and shouting, and everybody loved it. And then it was as if someone just like pushed rewind and play. The exact exactly same thing. thing happened the second time. <laughs> a, a magical replay of what we had just seen yeah. happened.
0: Again. With an incredibly smart kiddie, Bayama who put his foot down on top of the hand of Daesho. <laughs> that was brilliant. He's like, my foot didn't hit the ground first. His hand did because it was underneath my foot. It was so awesome. Oh. You know, Daesho, he he's done this so many times before. Mm. He loses at the edge because that bluster, that everything that he has... He kind of loses focus in that split second. And Kiribayama is looking more and more like the kind of wrestler that Kakuru was. And he's been training with him. He's smart. He's agile. He's fast. And he seems calm. Yeah. And that seems to be his advantage because he saw an opening at the last split second. Two times Daesho did it, trying to finish him off at the edge. Yeah. And And he got too excited.
1: The more I watch Sumo the more I start to see that that is really the drawback of that pushing style. Right. If, if that's what you're relying on, as long as you make contact with the other person, it's great. But the minute you miss, the minute you miss, you're off balance. Yeah. And so that is the, that is the fear. That right. is
0: the real drawback to it. If someone yeah. can't escape and get out of the way. You have to be nimble. Yeah. And if you are all power and all push and thrust, you got to be nimble too. You know? You really do. Well...
1: Okay, but here's the... Uh, so, yeah. Kitty Bauma, so... He's got to feel so proud of what he did. I almost thought
0: I saw sumo tears. The beginning, he wanted he, to have sumo tears. He was he, very emotional. He was. At one moment. I just yeah. adore him. Yes. He's and so a,
1: sweet. What it means, though, it's not. it's not only his very first... You shall win, which is very exciting to see someone achieve that dream for the very first time. But if you look at his record, it sets him up with a very strong record going into the next Basho. By the numbers, it appears as though all he has to get is 10 wins, and he's got the minimum number of wins that he would need in order to become an Ozeki. Right. That is really exciting. That's huge. Yeah. And I don't think people were watching him thinking this might happen. I think they were watching some of the other guys like Wakatakakage. Right. All this. So he kind of snuck up on us. Uh Uh-huh. But that is what we're all going to be watching for in the next BASHO. We did a spotlight on Kirebeama all the way back in episode 90. Wow. So it was a long time ago maybe one of the things we could do for next week is revisit that material and see if we can find more on him because I bet more interviews have been done because that was in late 2021. I believe is what that would have been. If you want more information on Kiribayama, you might look up episode 90 and maybe we'll have more info for you next week. That's right. But, you know, thanks everyone for watching Sumo. Thanks for playing sumo bingo with us huge thank you to robert at big sumo fan and uh cody at kodiak woodwork designs
0: yeah um, he, he made the clappers the hyogi, uh, the uh hyoshigi i think is what they're called yeah
1: big thank you to leslie for making the jam that we're giving
0: away yes Just... and all of our second place bingo winners yes big thank you so until next week i'm leslie i'm larry see y'all later bye